All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Serious Angler Podcast, powered by our friends over at X2 Power Batteries. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Eichbrett, and I am captainless tonight. Andy had to uh, venture out of town, get the boat fixed, get the KMS all squared away and ready to rock for the rest of the fall season where he's got a lot of guide trips coming up. Um, so I wanted to make sure that that puppy was ready to rock and roll for the remainder of the 2023 season. Uh, and I got to give the guy a shout because uh, he made that leap to go full-time guide in was it two years now. Uh, and the dude is just kicking butt. Uh, he is, uh, his schedule is getting packed out faster than beyond belief. So a uh, little kudos to my dude, the captain, Mr. Andy Full. I wish he could be here tonight because uh, it's always fun when uh, Mr. Justin Hamner comes through and gets on the show. And uh, we're going to have him here joining us here in a little bit. Uh, we'll be recapping his 2023 season, talking about the little Pan Am games that uh, sound like he kicked some butt in as well. Um, so we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, but I figured being that we lost, not lost, but we uh, missed both shows last week that we'd uh, catch you guys up on some things um, and go over some news, um, some some different things that we need to get you guys caught up on that uh, you should be in the know about moving forward here on the show. It's exciting times here. The fall is coming. Temperatures are dropping. Things are feeling nice. It's nice to go out of the house in the morning up here in the north and wearing a hoodie already. Feels great. I had state championships this past weekend here in New York. Uh, and so with that, I practiced a couple of days last week. Uh, Tuesday Night Live, unfortunately, did not work last week. And uh, was planning on doing a live show from the house that we were in for state championships last week. But we get there and the Wi-Fi was worse than the signal I had. And the signal was pretty dang bad. So unfortunately, we did not have a show. Uh, Andy was busy as it was. So unfortunately, we're not able to uh, put out some shows last week, and we really apologize for that. It's a very rare occasion where we do not have a single show for you guys uh, for a week. We've been pretty consistent for a long time, um, and so again, apologize. But uh, like I said, Andy's going to be out for tonight. He's uh, again went to go fix his boat, which it's about that time where some people uh, are starting to think about putting their boats away now that school started for kids and things have less time, um, that sort of thing. So. Two things I want to remind you guys of and that we are very proud to be partnering with and in regards to uh, they help us out. and We firmly believe in them and they can help you guys out big time too. going into this offseason and even thinking about 2024 uh, is our friends over at Bass Fishing Electronics. If you guys are looking for parts, electronics, uh, you know, refurbished electronics, if you don't want to pay full price for brand new, they have great options on their website, but also. If you're in the Northeast and you want your boat rigged and rigged correctly uh, to get the most performance out of the stuff that you spent quality, good money on that you worked your butt off for, highly recommend you guys go see Steve and the Bass Fishing Electronics crew, and they'll get your boat all hooked up and ready to rock and have no issues in the 2024 season, which is, uh, you guys know what boat stands for. Well, they, they make that that definition of the breakout another thousand, go down a couple notches that make you feel a little bit more secure. But also, one thing that we haven't really plugged much on the show, but we uh, are excited working with them this past year. We've done a lot with them on the business from the bass boat, and that is rec lending. So if you guys want to talk about financing your boat, what you pay for it, you want to save some money and do it smart, head over, talk to Todd at rec lending, give him a call, and uh, they'll help you out and try to get you squared away. Especially if you own a boat, if you're looking to buy a boat. Uh, at least give them a call. It doesn't, it doesn't charge anything just to give them a call, have a conversation to see how they can help you save more money and be able to better afford a bass boat. Uh, I know I hopefully will be making a call uh, here in the next year or so. It's over to Todd. Uh, but again, those, uh, that's not a guarantee. Hopefully though, hopefully. Um, but one thing to mention moving forward is this coming week show. We're going to have two live shows. Two, we're making up for last week, and again, this is going to be a great show tonight with Mr. Justin Hamner, but two, the live show on Thursday is going to be a big one. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be one that is very trending right now. Everyone's talking about it, and that is forward-facing sonar. And what we're going to do, because I didn't feel like putting out a simple reel or Instagram post of our personal thoughts on forward-facing sonar, 
I thought it would be best to, and really I got to give a lot of kudos over to Jake Boomer, uh, alpha angler, because he put the thoughts in our head of how to maneuver this because we were talking about it as, as we feel like we have a voice in this industry. So we wanted to talk about it, but we wanted to take our time and make sure we're doing it the right way, not letting emotions, uh, you know, lead the way of that. And so what we're doing is Thursday night, we are going to have a live show. It's going to be Andy and myself leading that, leading that show. But we're going to have Brandon Polinick, Josh Bertrand, and Joey Sifuentes. And we're going to talk about the pros, the cons, the different comments for, different comments against. And we're going to be talking about forward-facing sonar and the actual facts behind it, not just stuff we're going to be throwing out there that we've seen all over the internet. So look forward to that Thursday night. That's going to be pretty big. And so I'm going to stop rambling here in a second. I have a couple more things for you guys to take advantage of, and we'll get our guests down here for the evening. Uh, and that is over at Omnia Fishing. There's two things you can take advantage of, but you got to do it by today. It ends on the 19th, which is obviously tonight. 30% off all arc rods and reels at Omnia Fishing, as well as 20% off Strike King jigs. Take advantage of that. And they also have a pretty cool deal going on over there. That's you pay three bucks and you get a $10 bait. It's a mystery deal. So, I mean, if you pay, Say nine dollars, you're getting thirty dollars of baits. So pretty bang for your buck. Use our discount code, save stuff on, save money on your your entire order. Uh, but make sure you guys go over and do that if you want to gear up on tackle. Uh, but folks, I think without further ado, so you guys aren't here, listen to me ramble the whole night. We we'll get our guest on here, Mr. Justin Hamner. What's going on, man? What's happening, buddy? How's it going, dude? It's a uh, it's a new week. I've been trying to to get back. I was out all last week. Trying to catch up on on work stuff. I know you, you know exactly what that feels like getting home and trying to catch up on things. But uh, the so off fun. season is here for you, man. I'm sure you're all caught up. Got some good. What time is an off there. season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you probably didn't have much of a turnaround time because from St. Lawrence we went up there, and made you stay a couple days for the X2 shoot, and then yeah, dude, how dare y'all out. made me stay on that awful place? <laughs> yeah, torture, torture. <laughs> uh but you had the pan am games too man so how did you get any time at home uh, i think i had two days something like that two or three it wasn't much i don't know do you at least get to see my wife and just waved as i passed by <laughs> put the window down as you drive by the house <laughs> yeah just throw the deuces <laughs> see, honey. Yeah. no we you know i got to stay a couple of days that's what's good. You know, whenever I do come home, I try to make the most of it and, you know, got a four-year-old little girl. So really try to be there and be with her as much as I can when I am so home. So I'm really looking forward to this time. We actually just got back from the beach. We went down to the beach for a few days and that was a good time. So now we're back at it. Heck yeah. What, what do you got coming up? I mean, are derbs done for you for the year? Are you fishing local stuff? Or? Oh yeah, I definitely, I'm going to be fishing local stuff. I got to figure out though, because now the ABT 100 um, supposed to be going to Smith Lake, but now that they release the schedule, it's like, oh well, I can't fish with my partner now. Oh. So trying to figure that one out, but I don't know. We got a tournament down at Seminole, I think. But yeah, I'll be fishing something local about every weekend. I, I mean, that's. Do a lot of guys fish locally at home? Obviously, if there's local trails, allow it. But do most guys fish throughout the off-season like you're talking? I don't know. That's just what I've always done. When I get back home, I'm ready to fish. Um, I know, like, Patrick, he never fishes. It's like really? when he's done, he's all into hunting. And I mean, I like hunting too, but still got fishing tournaments. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's a good thing, though, for you. Like, that keeps you fresh, keeps your – the wheels still turning throughout the yeah office. for sure so with that smith lake deal you said you can't fish with your partner can you still fish solo for that yeah i can but i mean i guess it just sucks right. <laughs> you know i mean going out against them guys i mean they're already i mean them guys are freaking stout and you know my partner i mean this is like the biggest thing for him so i kind of want him to fish it just because you know this is his biggest trail he fishes so Right. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like that's like, I mean, if, even if it's, say, legal for you to do so, I feel like that's also for you. I feel like in your head you're kind of worried a little bit because, like, if you pull up to go weigh in, 
everyone and you know when they're pulling up for a weigh in in a tournament, everyone's always talking. Oh, yeah, always you put yourself in a bad spot, or it's you know, yeah, not That's what, control, like try like, to stay out of that situation. Yeah. I mean, uh, and they're actually having talks about that right now. They're kind of coming to us, um, asking us about you know what we think of the rule and considering the rule change. I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything about that. Uh, we won't dive too much further into it then. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? How do you like that rule? For in regards to the information? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think you just need to stick to, I feel like for you guys, especially in regards to like fish and local stuff, it's it's hard to stay away completely from information. You can always obviously not seek information, but it's really freaking hard on you guys. It puts you guys, I feel like, in a bind for a year long of avoiding, uh, you know, talking about a lake, people not talking to you about it. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of it's off limits as soon as it's announced, but I mean, we've, we've seen the gray area. <laughs> I was about to say, we've seen a we, massive gray area, a giant gray area. So I feel like if that is unavoidable, then you might as well make it, whether it's the three months or one month. You know what I mean? Where it's you can yeah. for everybody get info up until then, but I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like it's a really tough, tough call. And I feel like it's hard for me to put myself in your shoes in regards Dude, to that because obviously I never, never will be in your <laughs> shoes. So it's like I don't know. I'm trying to think personally if it were up to me. I guess I don't know. I feel like that's a hard one to to decipher. So so my thing is like I I don't know anybody. I'm not these guys that like have contacts all over the country. It's like, so if only if 10% of the guys right now are like getting info shady or whatever, and 90% of the guys are actually following the rules, it's like, well, that's kind of good for me instead of having 80% of the guys or 90% of the guys with all these hookups, I still ain't going to get crap because <laughs> I don't know nobody. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel like I kind of, I kind of lean towards the shorten that off limits period, like make it three months, make it. I like that idea, like the three month deal where, you know, or even if it's like the beginning of the year, like starting January first of that season, everybody's qualified then, you know, because right now this, you got guys in the opens that are pretty sure they're going to qualify but they can still get all the information they want that's a good point yeah it's, i don't know there's a lot of gray area I yeah i started you know, january whether, 1st and rebel yeah january 1st however you want to put the time on it but then i feel like i feel like you're not polying enough people like i know obviously polygraphing yeah. isn't 100 percent, right it's not concrete but i feel like if you re- like if you increase that and say like half the field gets polygraphed before the season starts or before the events, whatever it may be. I feel like a lot more guys would be scared to cross that gray area. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't, I'm not in your shoes. I don't see how much of it or hear how much of it actually goes on, but uh, you know, rumors do fly through the industry. And from the extent I hear of it, I feel like a lot more guys would be scared of getting yeah. that information. I never hear anything about it. I just hear like, People are like, oh yeah, so somebody's got to be breaking the rules. Like, I don't know, I don't hear of anybody doing it, but there is a lot. <laughs> you of hear everybody that. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of allegations getting thrown around left and right, which is why we never talk about it on this show. Because if it ain't fact, we're not talking. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just like fishing. <laughs> I just want to go fishing. <laughs> yeah. See, and I love that. Like, there's a lot of guys that are like, man, it's season's over i need a break i need to go hunt and i understand that 100 percent. but also i love the fact that you're like yeah no i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep going fishing. <laughs> like, I do. the worst part is like that timeline between you know you're trying to sell your boat and then trying to get like a new boat i gotta get that like just right so i ain't without a boat for too long that drive me crazy see i, I know that's third world with, problems uh, i'm sorry <laughs> i do not apologize man you earned your right to be at that stage uh but like you gotta do what the other guys are doing like i saw uh welcher's recent video which was amazing by the way i don't know if you've seen it the uh i can't remember the title but essentially he, he had his buddy that was an actor they you mentioned at the end uh they did this whole his rigged out bass boat versus his little beater john boat riverboat 
and uh, they did like a mock like Cal Welcher, no electronics, nothing in his beater boat versus this guy saying four face and sonar super easy in Welcher's boat and Welcher kicks his butt. Uh, it was a, it was an amazing video to make a perfect point, but that's what yeah. you got to do, man. You got to get yourself a little, you know, beater, you know, John boat type of deal for when you're in that transition period. You can go out and whip around like the old days. I might even have to stoop down to the kayak level. Y'all guys. Oh, <laughs> get Careful dangerous. <laughs> I don't know how y'all even set the hook. It's ridiculous. It's not as bad as it looks. You, using, I do want to take it and get in some like some of them creeks and stuff though. Dude, that'd be so fun. Well, and dude, it's not like you can beat the living crap out of them. I mean, you can take a kayak down a bank, just toss it off into the lake. God, I love you know, that. Yeah, yeah. White water rafting slash bass fishing. Let's go. There, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, use this opal as a way 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 harder on a kayak. I'll say I'll channel that's way harder in a kayak. Oh yeah, how do you you got like a foot pedal? So a lot of them, and all of them I've seen thus far, are we use our hands like manually to turn it. Like you've seen some of the hand steer crappy mm-hmm. stuff on boats. Uh, but like when we're using them, it's like windy. You got one. You're trying to maintain the rod mm-hmm. in one hand, steer it with your other hand, but also use your feet to steer the kayak at the same point in time. It's like a little mini orchestra. And that thing's going, oh, you're floating around like a aluminum can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there ain't nothing. Uh, ooh, I think it was, I think it was, I was on the phone with Wes Logan a couple of days ago. I think it was him, or maybe, maybe it was you that said it when we was with you in Canada. I can't remember. But we were like, uh, somebody said when a goose flies by, we drift off 30 feet or something. Like that. <laughs> that, that had been Wes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something like uh, Somebody from Memphis said it. But, uh, Either For way, sure. yeah, it's a uh, it's challenging, but it's fun. That's very funny. Yeah, but dude, uh, Pan Am Games. We yeah. were talking a little bit about that. So I, I've seen it. We see it every year, and it's always super cool. And I watch it on like Scott Martin's content, uh, the people that go down and fish it. Um, but one, like, where was it at? Like, what was the whole gist of it? Countries there, things of that nature. All right, I'm definitely going to get wrong on all the countries, um, but it was at Lake Hamilton in hot springs arkansas so that was kind of cool you know i've never even heard of that place before well actually i think they did have like flw cup or something there mm-hmm. anyway it was, it was like the last one or something like that i think it it might have been i don't know it was not the greatest fishery but it, it had so many fish like it was insane the amount of fish mm. I, they were they were frustrating but the overall, like the Pan Am deal, I, I'll be honest, I didn't, I've never really known that much about it either. I mean, like I see it every year, like you're saying, it's like, but what exactly is it? But so it's really, they're trying to make this an Olympic sport. And this is kind of like the deal that they have to do to kind of show the work, you know, the whole world's like getting involved with it and all these different countries bringing in, you know, you have to have so many females and stuff and, so they're really, really pushing just to make it like the make it into the Olympics. Um, I don't know how many countries were there. Don't I don't know. I remember South Africa, Colombia, Guatemala, Mexico, Canada. Ooh, I don't know. There were nine or ten, but that was the by far the coolest part. Like being able to see these guys that you know they, these guys don't fish for a living. <laughs> like we do. Um, and then they come over to America and like the guys from Colombia, several of those guys had never even caught a largemouth bass in their life. And that wow. was nuts to me. And they like ended up finishing third in the nation's division. So like mad respect to them. And uh, they're actually like got a big deal going on right now with their government. They won't even let them uh, do catch and release on their sport fish whatever their sport fish is i have no idea carp or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but so they, they keep all of them? yeah they make them keep them all huh. so it's like really depleting like all their sport fish and apparently it's a bad bad deal so um yeah we're definitely gonna try to fight 
their government on that one a little bit. But that that was cool. Just to get to see those guys. I mean, they're kissing their medals like with a tear in their eye. Like, I mean, it was awesome. It was cool. It, it's kind of it's one of those deals, man, that like brings you back down to earth and remember how fortunate we are that we can go hitch sure. up a boat or kayak or go fish the bank right down the road and freely go catch and fish for yeah. whatever we want to fish for. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we were sitting there the whole week. I was like, man, I don't even know what's really going on. What are we fishing for? You know, kind of deal. And then by the end of it, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty special. You know, it awesome. ain't the Bassmaster Classic, but like to these guys, definitely the Bassmaster Classic. They ain't got nothing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that. <laughs> They're yeah, going to bring it next time now. I mean, USA kind of dominated, but. Right. <laughs> I saw you looking like Michael Phelps in some of the pictures of all those dang medals around you. Heck yeah, I'm freaking rocking them. I was just mad, freaking cowboy, and uh, him and Larry Nixon got us by two ounces. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what were each of those those medals for? I couldn't even really read them. Okay, so one of them was um, so I, this was like the Pan Am division, and that was for like all the Pan America, whatever. So right. that's the whole Canada, Mexico, Guatemala, all that. And then there was another division. Um, they called it the Challenge Cup. And it was where a few of the countries that weren't in that Pan Am division, um, they just wanted to hop in and fish the tournament too, pretty much. So that was like the South Africa and the Philippines and somebody else. So that was one of the medals. And then um, one of them was obviously the nations. And then there was the like individual teams. Mm. So and that's what me and Hillary got silver in that. Um, uh, what Sapuentes and Larry Nixon, they, they got us by two ounces. And then David Dudley and uh, Michelle Jalaba. I hope I said that right. But they got, <laughs> they got bronze. So it was cool. That's- cool deal man yeah there was a there's a decent amount of american anglers there like uh in regards to like the team full america team it looked pretty big yeah it was it's eight teams is like the max i think mm-hmm. and don't get me trying to list all of them all <laughs> no i won't <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah, okay. so how selected like who, who decides who goes to that not a clue they just said, all right, this guy's sexiest man on tour. We got to pick him. Obviously. Cowboy, he wants to eventually pick him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I really don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I know Scott has like a big – he has a lot of pull in it. I don't think he's necessarily over it, but I know he was like real instrumental in getting it started and stuff like that. And, you know, as of right now, it's he just kind of pulls in guys that are kind of in that area, you know, not having a – Pull people that's halfway across the country or whatever. Yeah, but um, I think that's just kind of how he how he does it right now. But I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, and then for the sake of growing the sport and especially that event, like having the Martins in there makes sense. I mean, their reach is gigantic. Oh, dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I've never taken so many pictures of other people in my life. <laughs> You can't. <laughs> I was the cameraman. I had so many people. You know, I'm fishing with Hillary. Dude, and by the end of it, they would just walk up and not even like look at me. They would just hand me the phone and just be like, "Hey, can I get your picture?" It's <laughs> like, "Dang, dude, you could have at least asked." Like, yeah, I'll take your picture, but come on, <laughs> straight up ignore me. So what you're saying is, for whatever reason, if you don't make a day three or four cut and one of the Bassmaster videographers is out, you're stepping in. I got, obviously. <laughs> it's on your resume. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll be Scott's camera guy. Yeah, I mean, hey, you're still <laughs> <laughs> I had so many high school boys mad at me. I know. What? Wait, what? Yeah, there were so many high school boys that were like mad at me because I fished with Hillary. Oh my gosh! You know it. <laughs> oh, dude, that she's legit, man. Dude, it it surprised. Like, I didn't know. Obviously, like any eighteen year old kid 
you go fishing with, you don't expect that much out of them. But when we went up like shallow and started flipping docks and like flipping, skipping bushes and stuff like that, she's legit. I was like, okay, girl, get it. That's right. Yeah, she, it's she cool can catch them. It, it really is. Bre- uh, breath of fresh air. Like, yeah. That's what, and like, she about took my hat off a couple times. She sets the hook. <laughs> she gets after it. <laughs> yeah. You better watch uh, out. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. Hell yeah. But uh, so, like, takeaways from that, like, where do you see that going in the future? Do you think that's going to be something that blows up into a full world championship type deal? I mean, I think their number one goal is just get to the Olympics. And if they can keep, you know, bringing in more and more countries, obviously, that'll get bigger and bigger. And having the females involved is apparently a huge thing for that, too. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I hope it does. If we can, you know, obviously the more recognizable we can get the sport of bass fishing, the better Mm -hmm. for everybody in this industry. So, yeah, I hope it I hope it takes off. It's already pretty cool, like, just to see the reach it has, so. Well, I mean, what you were saying earlier, the impact, you know, like, you know, with other countries, when they come here and see what luxury we have on the daily, it's pretty Mm -hmm. damn cool. Oh, dude, we're, like, flooded with bass fishing tournaments (laughs) and, like, all this stuff. This was it for them. I mean, they had so many photographers, camera guys. I mean, like, it was legit it's on for these guys yeah i mean we're too we're too busy arguing about what should be legal not legal bait wise or technology wise and they're just happy to come catch a bass exactly oh my gosh i feel like it's so why why is it such a hard concept for people nowadays to take a step back and just realize that we're here for a fish you know what i mean like i don't know if i i'm trying to make that sound like too much of an ignorant concept but concept but like, I like it's pretty basic. Like, yeah, we're fishing, I, and I don't know what the whole restrictions on everybody want. Is it not to go catch five fish? <laughs> like, the best way we can possibly do it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, even outside that, like the reason we got into it begin with, we were here for we we love fishing because of one, we get outside. Two, that feeling of a bite, right? Yeah, well, that thrill of the getting the uh-huh. bite. Who cares what it's on, man? We're not exactly. For them. Like, Thank we're you. Not, we're not throwing Tanner right in there. We're like, yeah, we caught five. We threw. <laughs> like, I don't How know. many? Like, oh yeah, dude, I don't get it. How many? I mean, do the best we can to take care of these fisheries, no doubt. Like all for that, dude. I feel like we're doing such a better job than it used to be. Like by far. Some places I think we need to take fish out. Like, yeah. Well, I know. Uh, I don't want to give it all away or spoil or anything, uh, but something I'm really excited for is there's a show coming out soon that is a panel of biologists talking about forward facing sonar and the actual facts on its impacts. And I think that's going to uh, blow a giant hole in the whole argument against it. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, Once I'm able to talk about it more. I will obviously announce it here on the show. It's not us doing it. Um, good, good pal of ours, but uh, we'll be doing, I don't know if you were in the, the queue yet, but um, Thursday night, we're going live uh, with yeah, Bertrand. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. See, I, I, I <laughs> feel bad, dude. You're the sexiest man on tour. They're just, they're going to be true. <laughs> Jeez. No, but no it, dude. it's going to be cool. It is, though. It is crazy. Like, I mean, for that Lake Hamilton example, dude, we struggled just to get like 10, 12 fish a day. And it, it blew my mind the amount of bass. Like, I was seeing schools of 100 to 150 in one school. And dude, it would, they would just be everywhere. It, we're not catching all the fish. <laughs> I hate to break it. <laughs> we ain't even putting a dent in these things. No, I mean, if the, the people going out there catching limits of crappie every day using it aren't putting a dent in the population, I think yeah. okay. But I don't want to make yeah. this into a... Uh, I don't want to make... argue about everything tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you do want to argue about everything? <laughs> yeah, let's argue about it. go down all. the gauntlet. <laughs> just, I mean, just 
take it all out. All right, here, here's a question for you. And this is, it's not controversial, but it could create some fun tension for you. Uh, if you so take the Pan Am game concept, but put it in America. If all, right. states, all the states pro anglers were to go head to head, which state do you think would come out on top? Ooh. Would you take your home? I feel state? like it's going to be, yeah. Uh oh. Oh, there he is. Got you. You got me? Oh, there's no sound. Did you get a call? Oh, yeah. I got you now. Oh, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Freaking Scott Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> kind of shut me off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so uh, are you going with Bama? I got to. I feel like it'd be Alabama. South Carolina would be stout. I think South Carolina is kind of underrated. Um, but yeah, dude, it's got to be Bama. Bama? I mean – Go ahead and start listing off the folks we got here. It's pretty yeah, it's Well, are you counting implants like guys like Justin Lucas that moved from Cali? Or would you I say mean, he falls into back in Cali if the states were to go? Where to does he live? Pretty sure he's in Bama. I don't know where in Bama. But yeah, he's in Bama. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to we'll claim him. That's a pretty stout right there, man. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll we'll claim all them gunnerable implants. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half the pro tours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, come mess with us. What, what would you? What would be your top five? You don't have to go like in any relative order, but just in general, like states that are your top five: Alabama, South Carolina, ooh, probably Texas, third, okay. mm. and then it gets. It gets weird. Starts getting scattered. Tennessee's stout, but there's not like a ton. Right. You got what? Obviously, hot. Florida. Can we count Canada as a state? They ain't got many, but they're pretty good. I guess, I guess that's <laughs> enough presentation. The pro territory. That might have, I if you're going to count countries, then I might have to take Japan for a heavy, heavy uh, hitter in that race. Yeah, Japan's they're pretty good. <laughs> Dude, got Andy can saying, we figure out what they're using? What's that? Wait, what did he say? Andy said probably Minnesota or Bama. It, Minnesota is the top? I guess he's saying for the state that would win. I mean, he said Minnesota or Bama. You got Fodder and Bob Downey. You going to take that? <laughs> <laughs> There's some dang local states. Austin Felix. That it would be cool to see what they'll do if they were able to take on a pro tour. I know there's one coming that he's in seventh. It's our boy Keith Tuma. Uh, that's from Minnesota. But you have seen you have seen a surge of Midwesterners. You have. And now that I've actually went up there and fished in Minnesota, I can see why. Dude, that place is fun. Like it's legit. The grass flakes, that place is fun. It's, yeah, you see, oh, red top milfoil. It's not sprayed yet. Oh, there's a fish in every yeah. single clump. Wow, <laughs> it's amazing what the grass that is alive can hold. <laughs> there isn't 300 boats in this grass bed right now. <laughs> we didn't see another boat. We went to like 11 different lakes. We were just like pond hopping, basically. We never saw another bass boat. <laughs> That's awesome. It was nice. It was so oh, fun. Yeah. So. Where, where did we get off? Andy steered us off topic. What were we saying? You were saying something about Canada as a state. Oh, yeah. We're still trying to figure out top five. I got top three. Okay. Alabama, South Carolina, Texas. And okay. then it'd be maybe Florida. Florida's pretty south. Who you got in Florida? Tennessee. Okay. Cliff Prince. John know. Cox. Oh, yeah. Cox Carson. Well, for counting all trails. Uh, Scott. Uh, he's technically Arkansas, though, isn't he? Or no, is he? Is it Arkansas what? or is it? Where the hell did he grow up? Oklahoma. Scores and Oklahoma. Well, I know he lives in Florida, but he's not from Florida. I have no idea. 
trying to remember what the whole story was, and I'm probably going to butcher Thank it. So I'm not going to try to take a stab at it. But he's apparently oh, a Sooners ahead. fan. I watch his content, so he's a Sooners fan. Mm. We'll have to get we'll have to get him on the show to confirm that. Been trying to. I do guess that. I could have answered his call, and we could have brought him in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, <laughs> put him podcast. on the spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell him he's on a podcast about 15 minutes later. See what <laughs> all we can get out of him. <laughs> get all the juicy. <laughs> It's out for the public to hear. Uh, yep. Oh, that's funny. So I are you so if you're counting other countries as like in the the states, if you will, like from a pro tour who's battling out, man, I gotta throw Japan there in the top three. You'd have to. I think you got because they yeah. They're sneaky. Do you I, I like mean, how I sneaky love, they are? The the story you told about Koya was awesome. It's freaking crazy, dude! You gotta tell <laughs> the whole laptop. So, that scared me. Like I didn't even know this guy. So I roll up. This was at the first event, Lake Okeechobee. This was like day two of practice or something. And I see him. He come, you know, pulling in. It was right before dark. We had to get off the water. He pulls up to the boat ramp, and um, as soon as he pulls up, whatever, shuts the motor off. You know, everybody else just grabs their keys and goes. He pulls out a laptop, starts typing in it, going crazy, like sits there for like a few minutes. And I'm just like watching him at this point. Like, what? <laughs> he just sits there, types in his laptop, closes up. All right, good to go. I want that laptop. I want that laptop. <laughs> I need that laptop and a translator. Hey, you got Google Translate. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, they're next level on their stuff. The the part of the story you were saying about you watched him like come in to go way in and uh he ran up to bring his fish in, you're like, Oh, here's my chance. I'm gonna go look what it's in his boat. And it's spotless. <laughs> that, that that killed me. <laughs> that made me so mad. <laughs> no, he had one rod on deck. It was just like a drop shot with nothing on it. <laughs> there was no plastics in the bottom of his boat, nothing. Like, who does that? Dude, I got like 50 plastics in the bottom of a boat after a smallmouth tournament. He had nothing. He had somebody come in there and shop back that thing. That's, that was actually what I was thinking. How funny it would be. He just pulls like one of those handheld shop vacs out of his rod locker. Yeah. Like, and everything. <laughs> Locks all of his rod lockers before he goes. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I can see. Somebody's break into his boat or something. It, dude, they. I mean, Mercer's had incredible shows talking about them. There's been other great podcasts like Bass Talk Live. They've had conversations at length about this, but like the work ethic and just the the culture that they bring, I just I don't know why. I'm just mesmerized by it. It really, it's freaking yeah. cool. Dude, I can understand I, why if you're competing against them, it's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. But at the same time, dude, that they bring they bring so many new techniques and like new stuff i just i don't know i love that i've always freaking loved that used to always buy like from those sketchy japan websites you don't know if it's gonna steal your credit card or not before (laughs) it was cool (laughs) now it's like they're sold out of everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah the best one is called asian portal it took me a while to actually buy off of that one but I don't know. It still scares me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know you. what I'm getting. <laughs> don't blame you. <laughs> so I just want to call out really fast. Uh, there is some conversation in the comments about forward facing. If you are for or against it, I want to say I want to hear you out 100% regardless of what side you are on forward facing. And I encourage you to join us Thursday night for that panel, bring those questions, bring those, those topics and, and points you're making. And we'll talk about it there. We won't uh, dive into it too much more tonight. Cause otherwise we'll, I'll be keeping Justin here until the sun comes up talking about the dang thing. But uh, yeah. yeah. I uh, like it. Yeah. But for real, like if, and here's the thing that I want to bring up. There's been a lot of this whole, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it, Justin. There's people that are for and against it. And I will listen to each person, regardless of your viewpoint on it. There's been too many people that are at each other's throats about this, where it's like, guys, Justin and I might fish completely different, 
I might hate electronics. He might love it. That doesn't mean we can't go have a beer and go catch fish and have a good time. Just because you have a different viewpoint of it doesn't mean you have to hate each other. Let's, let's <laughs> act like grown men and we'll, we'll be all right. But Sam, I appreciate yeah. your viewpoints in here. I encourage you to come join us on Thursday. Um, but so, dude, I mean, looking back on your 2023 season, change topics here. You did damn well, man. I mean, 21st, 21st in AOI points. Yeah. Going back to the classic. Heck yeah. Oh, can't wait. Dude, that was the biggest thing. Rain? I mean, it It always – that's always the biggest thing, going to the Classic. You hear everybody say it. Dude, after you go to the Classic once, and then you stuff the next year working those booths, love my sponsor to death, but just sitting there watching it, oh, dude, it's agonizing. That is the by far the biggest thing. <laughs> you got to make that Classic. I can't wait. Now, how are you feeling about Grand? Oh, I, I've never been there, but yeah, like I don't care. <laughs> I'm in the classic. I, I, but I like the way it sets up from everything I've always seen. I like it looks like a lake I'm comfortable with back home. Like yeah. it looks like a Logan Martin to me, to be honest with you. Like yeah. the winter drawdowns, the same type of banks, a lot of docks. Um, yeah. I kind of like it. So more largemouth, obviously, but right. Looking back at your 2023 season, kind of give give us a your highest of high, and then the lowest of low, where maybe you had to make an adjustment or some sort of change to mm. get out of that. If that makes sense, dude. Honestly, it was like obviously last year was freaking awful. And it's, this game's so mental, dude. I mean, we ain't going to go down that road. Right. I had to get a couch and lay down for that one. Uh, <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, last year, terrible. And then I started off this year going to Okeechobee. I freaking love Okeechobee. And I bombed on it. It's like, we ain't doing this again. I don't know. And then – Go to Seminole, and I was like the first one that missed the cut, first one out on that one. And I think finally we went to Lay Lake. I think that was the third one. And uh, yeah, I like Lay Lake. That's kind of like in my wheelhouse. And I actually feel like I did terrible compared to what we should have yeah. been doing. Yeah, dude, like one day I had 18 pounds, and but usually like, you don't go out there without catching at least 15, 16 pounds every day. Huh. I don't know. It was fishing really, really weird. But that was probably the high point because we took off from there. It got good after that. <laughs> Everything went good for the rest of the season after that. <laughs> Everything. That's what it's like that one just momentum change, you know, get your confidence back. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I remember how to fish now. Stop <laughs> Stop freaking worrying about everything. And I don't know. It's, it's nerve-wracking when you're sitting there like, oh, dude, I've got to cut a check. Freaking, I'm going to get kicked out of the lease or whatever. Baby needs some new shoes. All that starts weighing on you. It's like, it's hard to fish. And, I mean, by the end of the season, it just, like, steadily kept getting better and better. And I was just, you know, when you're – guys talk about making those decisions. It's not even like questioning it. I mean, I was going to new places. I'd never even fished on day two of the tournament because it just looked right. Whenever you're fishing like that and you can actually fish free and open, you, you're doing good. In the wise words of Baker Mayfield, you were feeling dangerous. Feeling dangerous. Feeling dangerous. <laughs> if I could have had one more tournament at the end of the season, we was getting dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I was dude, figuring out them smallmouth. I was gonna say, hey, dude, you got you're getting pretty dangerous when it comes to brown dogs. I know. Dude, now that you actually start to understand, like, I feel like I'm understanding them a little bit now. They're fun. They are different, but they are fun. <laughs> Go find dumb ones. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And it, 
<laughs> well, we were poking fun at Canada. That was the funny part. We're just like, hey, we're find the dumb ones in Canada. <laughs> exactly. You'll find the dumbest fish you can find. They'll bite. Yeah. yeah. I ain't throwing no little whatever. Looks like Taco was throwing a piece of hair or something. It was such a thin worm. <laughs> Trying to get those smart ones to bite. No. Just drive until you find the dumb ones. <laughs> I love it. It's That's America. the easiest concept. Step A. That's all mm-hmm. you got to do, folks. Find, find the That's my goal. Every lake we go to, find the dumbest fish you can. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, essentially what you're trying to say is start it out with the low. The lowest of low, and you yeah. just went up, went up from there. Mm-hmm. I did have one hiccup. I forgot about that at the Sabine River. Um, that was actually my worst finish in the history of bass. Oh, wow. That was awful. Yeah, I got on some serious redfish. <laughs> if, you're <ever> fishing, <laughs> if you're ever fishing brackets water, make sure you set the hook when you see giant blow-ups on your buzz bait. <laughs> Don't just assume they're three- and four-pounders. <laughs> Dude, it's probably explosive, and you're like, "Yeah, they killed it." <laughs> it was wake. I mean, they would wake that thing, and I mean, just like, just boosh, and I'm just like, "Oh God, you know, get away from it." And then a little one would come up, and you know, I'd catch it. Like, okay, you know, it's bass here. Yeah, I take like all my eggs in that basket, and there was, yeah, I cracked some redfish though. So, yeah, I couldn't even get mad about that though. It was too funny. There's some boys that are pitching live shrimp around, not catching anything, swearing at you right now, throwing a buzz bait for redfish. <laughs> Dude, I was crushing them on a buzz bait. It's <laughs> awesome. It's it awesome, what, except you if you were in tournament. Yeah, that, you know, if I'd have just said the hook on one of them in practice, that'd have saved me a lot of time. Because yeah. I like traveled up that one river, never found anything worth the crap like in that entire river. Once you go up it, like it was up the Netches, and once you go up there, you're committed for the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> but I mean, I understand why you wouldn't want to set the hook, especially if you thought you had a giant. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. On a place like, like that. I would catch small bass. It's like, okay, bass, bass, big blow up. Why ain't you a bass? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a live and learn. Place. Yeah. Well, so it's a terrible place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like it's a hard place for you guys to fish, especially with that whole Louisiana private water thing. That's like impossible to keep track yeah. of. Yeah, and dude, that's what if, after realizing how many tournaments they actually do have there, everybody just goes straight to Louisiana, catches those fish, and then brings them back to that boat landing. I understand, you know, now why you don't leave that boat around. Yeah, I, mean, I literally just watched Hunter Shryock's video the other day, and you literally just see him starting fishing. Everyone's still blasting off behind you, like fifty yards. And yep. he just catches like a three pounder in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be like the most beautiful, just like pretty healthy fish because it just got pulled from Louisiana and they let it out on Tuesday night, probably. <laughs> They're saying in those in those Wednesday night, or that week weekday boat tournaments they're just going into that private water and just catching them anyways yeah well it's not even private it's just there's so many areas that like they don't know what's private it's so most of it is like open to the public there's just so many it's so hard to regulate what is private and what isn't and like the the boundaries i guess would be way too complicated but yeah most of it's like open water, you can fish. I think that's just nerve wracking from your guys' standpoint. Yeah. Which I see why guys avoid it. It's avoid the it's DQ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of you know, technicalities. Yeah. So 2024. Um, what things are you are you working on? Anything specific in the off season? Trying to get better at for upcoming season like have you thought or at the time even to take a breather to think back on the year and what you need to work on oh yeah like one i'm pumped for the schedule like this is gonna be fun i i hate spawn tournaments and we had so many spawn tournaments this year i mean 
He did. Yeah. I know the Drews are probably pissed off at this schedule, but <laughs> we ain't got a spawn tournament. I'm so excited. <laughs> so not, you don't think it's going to happen in a single one? I don't. I mean, there might be – you. them two might find something on Fork or Toledo mm-hmm. if it's warm enough, you know. But, I mean, it's going to be, like, very few and far between. And then, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the best chance might be the Grand Lake one. I mean, for the Classic. Because that's the end of March. So, I don't know. That could be interesting. I hate so, in tournaments. Beyond the Classic, is there, like, one that stands out that you're most excited for? Or are you just going to go? One after another. Mm. That Smith like one looks pretty good. It's gonna be. I like that one. Home turf. That yeah, but that time of year, them fish are weird, and I like them weird. Am I am I allowed to ask how so? Or are you gonna you're gonna keep that in the bottle? Oh, dude, it's gonna be like. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell you. I'm gonna catch them hopefully, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's yeah, gonna be ahead. like. It's going to be a madhouse. Middle of June on Smith Lake. Oh, like park for Yeah, dude, it's going to be insane. Because that's like all those pontoon boats, ski boats. You ain't seen You ain't seen nothing. You just wait. Because that place is like ridiculously narrow and it's all bluff walls. Yeah. I mean, so it just crisscrosses the whole time. Oh, it's just a washing machine. It's a washing machine. But it's like nonstop boats. It's freaking parade going through there. You get like those big houseboats, like the things that are just too absurdly big for freshwater lakes. No, that thankfully not. But I mean, I'm stupid surfing, whatever the wake boats that Sports. surf behind, and they'll go like twelve miles an hour and like just fly off. <laughs> just throw Lake Ontario waves at you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, like uh, it's gonna be, it's go gonna be interesting. You think just from from that standpoint, that's why it's gonna be like hard to maneuver yeah. or something. It's gonna be hard. Well, for one, that time of year is just really, really terrible to fish that place. <laughs> like, it's very bad time of year. <laughs> that's what I'm like excited about. Mm, okay. Speaking of the wake boats, they uh. Couple of our lakes here in New York, they're starting to ban them, which I think well, I'm I love that they're doing that. Yeah, but like some of our smaller lakes in New York, they've they banned wake boats from being on there. Nice. They need to start so, making that a universal thing in the entire country. Well, t- did you hear about the thing that some dude at Smith Lake was doing? He was like going around and sinking all these ski boats. What? Like, yeah, I, I forget what they called him, but like at night. He would go to all these freaking docks, and I don't know if he cut a hole in them or what he was doing, but he was sinking these dang ski boats and wake boats. The <laughs> he hero, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that what. I mean, he left about ten thousand, you know, of them too many. But hey, he did what his part. He's did. proud of it. <laughs> Sorry to anybody that owns a wake boat. But... <laughs> No, that's what we need, it. man. On the lakes that need it, just shine like the Batman logo, like you see. Yes, <laughs> it'd just be a giant ski boat, like sinking or Titanic. <laughs> yeah, it's a Titanic logo. Titanic logo. <laughs> no wake boat is safe. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I hate uh, them. That's what they need to do, man. Each each state just needs like a giant pleasure boat or like that. That's where they're designated to go to. Yeah, that's Smith Lake in June. <laughs> oh man that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting that's gonna make for some uh interesting interactions yeah you, like, are the dock owners there like the homeowners are they like are they used to people fishing and all that stuff too or is there a lot of altercation uh, there there was there's one dock that apparently like i think Somebody started shooting at somebody or something in one of them night tournaments. There was like one doc that some old dude get pissed off at. Other than that, everybody's cool. 
Holy crap. So it had to have been some guy from New York that moved down here. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I posted, uh, it was Cayuga. I posted a uh, reel of me fishing some guy's dock, and he was like getting after me about fishing his dock. And dude, I posted that to Facebook, and I got torched by so many people. They're like, I'm wearing like, dude, the best comment that got me, and I still laugh about it to this day. I was wearing a Blackfish Sun hoodie, and someone's like, you're such a creep. Who wears a hoodie in the summer? And like, <laughs> and, like and there's one person that's like, what a weirdo uh, fishing uh, shoeless. Like, I don't know, so, some of the weirdest comments, okay. I just, I just couldn't. Who are these people? I, I think it's just people that don't know what, anything about anything. Move on down to Alabama. Come on. <laughs> they going to learn. <laughs> Just move on now. <laughs> Get an education. What are, wearing, what are you doing wearing a shirt in this restaurant? Weirdo. <laughs> what are you doing with shoes on, man? Come on now. Yeah. Gosh. Well, dude, uh, anything big coming up for you or at least in the plans? Yeah, I know obviously it's literally just become, you know, quote unquote off season for you, but you got anything in the hopper for, for next year? Aoy, something like that, probably. Classic champ, dude. I don't know. I like this time. I'm really, really excited because this is like my first year that I've kind of got out of the whole grass cutting business, dude. I can actually like really dive in. I've made it like a giant tackle warehouse order. Don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> I hope my wife can't hear me. <laughs> but I'm gonna be like doing some serious product testing. I've got a bunch of, you know, ideas. I've decided to kind of tweak a little things. I, okay. I love playing with A's. So, That's really it. just going to be doing a bunch of that and fishing tournaments and time to finally spend time with the family. What you're doing in your business, like you. Absolutely. That's what I'm excited for. This is the first time I've actually been able to actually freaking just go fishing. <laughs> I can't wait. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, dude, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure we're going to have you back on here, I'm sure, before the new year. So it was good to get on here. Anytime, buddy. Recap the season with you, and obviously yeah. we got into some interesting topics that we should definitely expand <laughs> on the next time. <laughs> I'm going to troll you on Thursday so hard. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Are you going to make a burner account just for Thursday? <laughs> no, it's going to be me. I ain't hiding behind it. <laughs> It's just so, gonna be roll tide one two three. <laughs> roll tide. Whatever this is, Gee, I have no idea. Speaking uh, of what's up, not, your, what's up with your boys this year, is it just it's, it's just a team building year. I don't know. We had a good run. It was I, fun. I think people are just making a big to do just because it's the one time Bama's not wreaking havoc on everybody. Yeah, it's like oh. Dang, we didn't beat everybody by 30. <laughs> Chill. We might have a bad year this year. We might lose three games. Come on. <laughs> it's like, You'll know. be back. You'll be back. There's no way Saban's going to allow that crap. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we played, what, three games? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't that big into it. Can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm an Alabama fan, but I ain't crazy. Yeah, uh, I do. It's been a... I don't know. I, I've kind of lost touch a little. I mean, I've, I follow along with college football. I just haven't been – I guess maybe it was because of college that I was a little bit more distracted from the fishing at the time that I was so into college football then. But I've been – I haven't like, – I've kept up with it. Most I've kept up with it, honestly, has been Colorado. <laughs> That's about Dude, the most I've been kept the up best storyline. He's saving college well. football, man. He's saving it. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. I love it. I bet yeah. Auburn is so pissed that they didn't hire him. I can they imagine. They had the chance just like right there. Yeah. What was it? What was the story or something like that? Like Colorado agreed to pay him like $28 million that they didn't even have. And they just figured it out. Like, we want you. We'll, we'll, we'll find the money somewhere. That's <laughs> they're crazy. like, come on. I, they're making it back. I can promise you. It's worth every dime. His kids are freaking studs, man. I mean, that's a shock yeah. because it's it's Dion, but but that Travis Hunter kid, he uh, actually I knew about him when he was in high school still because uh, 
don't know if you know the guy. His name's Destroying on YouTube, whatever. He's a kid that uh, was supposed to go D1. He was a kicker. Uh, but he decided not to go the college route and went media. And he like travels around the country, visiting like high school games, putting kids that like aren't on notice that should be on notice. He puts them on like his YouTube channel that's like millions and millions of subscribers, oh. and like hosts like these like one v ones deals and puts like kids in bad neighborhoods on like notice for all these colleges and stuff to like try to give them a chance. It's it's super cool. That's where I learned the Travis Hunter kid. He's boys with him and saw this kid balling out and just waxing all these high school kids. And now he's in Colorado with Dion. It it gets special, man. That's legit. Why don't we do that for the bass fishing? Shoot, why not? There you go. There's your idea. Like, I'll fish against them. Let's film it. See see what happens. You're going to be able to handle when a 10th grader kicks your butt? Yes, I'll take my uh, dude. I'm a professional bass fisherman. I can take a butt whooping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That is part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. We go fishing. I'm having fun either way. I'll get my butt whooped by the best of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that idea down, man. We'll see if we can do something with that. Yeah, let's go. All right, all right. Well, dude. I appreciate you as always hopping on here. I know the folks love when you join the show and uh, I know we'll be talking, talking real soon, man. Absolutely, buddy. Holler if you ever need anything. Appreciate y'all. All All right, but I'll be uh, bugging the living crap out of you with your uh, tackle testing. Try to get as much as you can. Me and Matt Heron is going to crash y'all Thursday night. You're going to crash? Oh yeah! Oh, oh the pod. Oh, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring Matt here with me. We're gonna do it dirty. Okay. Oh, uh, bring Matt. I'll I'll say whatever you guys want. Matt scares me. <laughs> <laughs> he scares me too. Dude. <laughs> oh man, well, dude, yeah. I appreciate. You. I appreciate it, buddy. All right, man. We'll talk to you. See ya. See ya. Well, folks, there you have it, Mr. Justin Hamner. Uh, always a good time with Justin talking and obviously shooting the breeze. But honestly, <laughs> you guys only saw what he's doing up on here. <laughs> oh, I wish I just brought you in the queue right over to YouTube. That, that would have been amazing. Uh, but for real, appreciate y'all for, for tuning in tonight. A lot of good conversation catching up on the 2023 season. Uh, really kind of coming into his own. And it's cool to see, you know, he made that jump, you know, the first time we had Justin on. I want to say it was even before I think it was when he was on the, he he made the elites and I think it was before the elites even started when we got him on here and he is a, you know, he ran a lawn mowing business, you know, he was working, he was a grinding his way to uh, get to his, his dream job. And now it, like you just said, he's made that jump and focusing all of his attention on his fishing career. So it's awesome to see those dreams become reality. Um, And that's what we're all here to, uh, you know what to do, right? We're all here chasing our dream, chasing bass, and loving every second of it in regards to learning, for being forever a student. You guys know we like to coin that motto of forever a student because that you're never going to know everything about fishing. So appreciate all you guys joining in tonight. Again, Thursday night, we are going live. Two live shows this week. Thursday night live. If you want to get in the comment section, get on the episode, express your viewpoint on it. We're going to be having, obviously, myself and Andy uh, hosting, but we're having Brandon Polinick, Josh Bertrand, and Joey Safuentes on to talk about forward-facing sonar. And we're going to be leaving emotions behind. We're going to be talking about the facts. We're going to be talking about uh, the pros, the cons, the, the remarks against it, the remarks for it, the facts behind it, the guys that live and breathe that know the tech, use the tech, have talked with biologists. Um, and I know I made mention earlier about a show coming out about that. Once that's out, I will plug the living crap out of it because I think you guys should uh, obviously be on that as well. Um, so appreciate all of you guys. Uh, the next couple weeks are going to be interesting. So I have two work trips that is going to get me literally traveling next Monday to Thursday. And then I have a wedding I'm in next weekend. Uh, and then another work trip Monday to Friday of the week following. So 
chances are if we have a live show, it's going to be Andy solo, but I'll do my best to be on it. Otherwise, it's going to be pre-recorded shows for the next coming weeks. But that's another reason why we're trying to do two live shows this week. But uh, we also have some brainstorming for 2024 that uh, as the year goes on, we'll uh, we'll let you guys know about. But some pretty exciting stuff for the podcast just to give you guys some early access to that knowledge. But uh, appreciate all of you, as always. If you guys are listening to MP3, please leave us a rating and review because it helps us out big time. Um, again, a lot of sales going on over at Omnia Fishing. And some of that, especially that you can take advantage of, is Blackfish Gear. If you guys have, I know we've had a bunch of people reach out before asking about discount codes, things of that nature to Blackfish. Um, they have a lot of that new stuff out that you guys should definitely take advantage of. You can now with Omnia Fishing and use our discount over there to save yourself some money on Blackfish Gear. So, wanted to put that plug in there for you guys. Again, appreciate it as always. We have some really cool shows coming up. You guys are awesome. And uh, I guess, you know, we're supposed to plug it on episode 400. But uh, we have a new show coming to Serious Angler Podcast Network. So we have, obviously, Serious Angler. We have the Lure Lab. We have Business from the Bass Boat. Again, they all live on their own MP3 platforms, things of that nature. Lure Lab's got its own YouTube. We have a fourth coming. A fourth. We'll talk about that soon. We're not going to talk about it tonight. Um, so just to keep you guys on your toes, there is a fourth show coming. Super excited about it. We'll have a new member of the Serious Angler crew. New face, new name. The Serious Angler team is growing. We're super proud, super hyped about it. Um, and Scott, when will I be dropping the vid on my win? Uh, I didn't talk about it in the intro, the state championships. I won New York state championships here. Uh, super proud of it. One angler of the year. And I will be putting that video on my channel here in the coming weeks. Cause I have about 15, 16 videos to edit, to put on my YouTube channel, be the fish. So <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. I promise it's coming. I'm doing my best. My schedule is uh, hectic beyond belief, trying to do as much as I can fish as much as I can, because guys literally in a month and two days, I'm getting married and I'm trying not to, uh, to mess that up beforehand. Uh, so trying to uh, make sure we're all squared away for that as well. So you guys know the deal. Appreciate you guys being patient with us over these weeks that are hectic as heck. You know, we all got Andy's guiding full-time. I have a full-time job outside of this, getting married this year. Deacon moved to Idaho uh, and is still trying to get shows out. So appreciate all you guys that come here every single time we go live. The, uh, the loyalty, the support, the everything, you guys are incredible. And I want to say uh, – I apologize to the folks that won prizes on episode 400 that I have not shipped yet. I'm shipping them this week. I apologize for the delay and I made up for it in the box. You get some mystery goodies. So you guys are all amazing. Appreciate you. And please come show, show up for Thursday night live. Peace. <laughs>